of the long box everybody happy new comic book day to you welcome to the show that's recommended four out of five dentists for us to tell you 100 of the truth 50 percent of the time with our correct opinions once again we are here rocking a wednesday saying what's up to the good people out there in youtube land because guess what you have nowhere else to go because instagram is broken facebook is broken you might as well hang out with us it's on broke. youtube you know why it's not refreshing it's broke yeah yeah, well, you know, uh, Facebook owns Instagram, so all their servers are having. Oh, all I know right is now, there so. was an update today on Instagram, and then shit hit the fan. Oh yeah, well, Facebook too, man. I tried to post a video. Uh, you know, one of my uh, this is how I this is how I walk into my LCS a new comic book day, and it just yeah. sat there. It wouldn't it wouldn't load. That was, wouldn't good. Load that was a good video. Yeah. Uh, so and I was like, what the fuck, man? This is pissing me off. So I posted a comic like uh, for What If Wednesday. And it took me like seven different times. And then uh, Swolverine was telling me he logged out. He made the mistake of logging out. He couldn't log back in. <laughs> so he uninstalled his, his Instagram on his phone, deleted everything, reinstalled it, and then it wouldn't let him log back in. So wow. uh, if you're already logged in, boys and girls, yeah. stay, stay logged, logged in. in. Don't uh, do it. So once again, uh, Ryan, say what's up to the party people. Yo, party people in the place to be. Ryan, L-O-V-E, in the house. Um, uh, what up? Yeah. Also, my man Otto, aka Missing Out Man, say what's up to the party people. Yeah, what's up, everybody? And all my Autobots out there, it's Otto coming to you live and direct from the grotto. Uh, excited for tonight. We've got a lot of good things to talk about. It's a great Wednesday. So, huge shout out to Ryan and Justin who did the promo for the uh, issue episode 120 with the <laughs> X Men on that. that I love it. It looks real good. So, shout out to you guys for making that happen. That looks it great. It would have been better if we were in Canada, too, because it says Chaos in Canada right on the cover of Uncanny X Men 120. <laughs> Also, well, I'm I got close. I'm in Detroit, program, so right across man, the bridge. man, Nemesis Prime, a.k.a. the comic variant whore. What's up, party people? Higher, further, faster. Wow, he built it up, and he just let us all down with this super chill mode, man. What the fuck, man? <laughs> hey, what's a, up, everybody? Chill. In the comic live chat, the comic chief was all up in there first. Randy Sloan, unknown comics guy. C. Woodard, new comic smell. I like that name. Wobbles, what's up? Stay Puff 1983, our friend from Instagram. You know he's going to be here because Instagram is broke. Wow. Uh, Carl the Collector, and uh, let's get right to it. Let's pay some bills, boys, and go to the show is sponsored by KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com to get 10% off any KRS Comics exclusives, which also means the Tyler Kirkham symbiote Spider-Man number one. We're going to mm -hmm. talk about that later. Mm -hmm. That variant is going to be sweet. It's coming out in April. Uh, actually, March 23rd is when you could pre-order it. Um, so make sure you hit up KRS Comics. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 10% off of that Tyler Kirkham variant. It's going to be a hot book. I'm going to tell you why in a minute. And so it's also sponsored by the GeekySwagShop.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB uh, to get 15% off anything in the GeekySwagShop.com. 
Uh, what up to King of the Golden State for sliding up in there, being our wrench? What uh, you know, King. your live show isn't successful when there's more wrenches in there than there are regular people. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have just the amount of correct number of wrenches for the amount of people watching our show. Um, it is New Comic Book Day. And you know what, man? Some weeks we barely have anything to talk about. This is going to be one of those weeks. And I would say just the last couple of days, just huge huge nuggets of news are just dropping um um and you know i think all of us here in this room this we're really excited about one of them but we'll get to that in a second man i am super stoked about it because you know it's gonna be some bronze jade goodness uh uh we're gonna get to that right there hunter iggy's already dropping questions in the live chat there are rumors going around the wb developed justice society of america's Go check out Heroes Avenue video. Just mm. came out on the YouTube channel. I maybe for I don't think so. Just Society no. of America, maybe for a, 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 a DC uh, Universe show or animated show. I think yeah. they could do Just Society of America. Definitely needs to be animated because it would cost a lot of it money. Would be animated, I would think. Yeah, who knows? Maybe CW Arrow's gone. So I don't know. Him. They've brought Justice Society into a lot of those shows. Yeah, piece I mean, Star Girl was in one. I mean, they were well, hell, all they, them, they right? were in the original iteration of uh, Super, uh, Smallville. There was some Justice Society characters. So, I mean, they were in Arrow. They were in Supergirl. All the you know the Flash right. episodes. So, it, it's who knows? They could right. maybe they do a yeah. spinoff DC right. un, universe. I just yeah, want to take it back real quick also. before we get started, Tim. On Monday, we were talking about, hey, what, what's what are we going to do for Wednesday night? And then within like forty-eight to seventy-two hours, we've got information news dropping everything like this so this stuff happens fast so i'm excited to be talking about these things tonight we could almost do a daily show god forbid, yeah. <laughs> god forbid. Uh, my days of doing two three videos a week are long oh, over. i used to do that when i when, when i work from home that's when my youtube channel really blew up i could do like reactionary videos tag videos like fucking every day because i was working from home and i was barely working you know what i'm saying right. so i would spend tons of time on youtube editing and stuff and then once i started working i remember when i was uh Two years ago or three years ago when I was traveling weekly for work, Ryan. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. when the channel yep. kind of, we yep. said, I'm taking out, we took a hiatus. Yep. And we would come on like once every fucking. Rare. Yeah, rarity. That's uh, when we started know. actually testing out. Remember we would do those test videos and we started researching uh, Wirecast and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 I was up in the Bay Area. I would fly up on Sunday night. Man, that was a hard Work schedule. Monday through Thursday. <laughs> fly home on Thursday night. Wash, rinse, repeat for seven months straight. I yeah. tell you what, though, I had tons of freaker flyer miles through uh, and stuff you, you like take that. A trip yet? Um, no, I'm going to Hawaii though, coming up. Ooh, so that's all right, I'm, went to the gym today. Got to get in the, you know, not uh -huh. swolverine, but at least you know, you know, I feel confident. Let my nips hang out. Let the tattoos get out in the sun. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, let's get to the show. Before I put some about? nipples on you guys, man. Well, what's yeah. what's first, Ryan? Well, guys, what if I told you that. <laughs> Disney Points. Plus streaming service was developing a new show. Holy what Could you imagine? shit balls, man. I can't. How many times on this show have I told you guys my unfettered love for yep. the What If series? I think we all agree. One of my favorite, top, I would say top five easily of comic series runs of all time, man. What If is coming to Disney streaming service. It was dropped. They're going to be taking MCU stories and making what if stories out of them. And the, here's the good part about it. It's going to be animated. So they yes. really can go do whatever they want off the grid yes. and do whatever they want, man. What do you yes. guys think? Man? This, am, this is I'm, science. I'm stoked, man. I am, man. I'm if they stoked. did, 
what we have on the screen right now. What if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four as the first episode? I'd, right, they have to. Dude, but I'll don't think they up, right? won't I'll, think of original content, too. They're going to bring out some shit we never heard of. Yeah. Some I don't think they're the going to stick it to every yeah. single, you know what I mean? They'll make up some new yeah. stuff. It'll be great. It'll be fun. Yeah, you'll definitely amazing. see a lot of stuff from like the MCU. I mean, they'll they'll probably do some more what ifs mm-hmm. instead of it being canon like what it is in the comics, more mm-hmm. canon to what it is in the uh, extended universe in the movies. So. Uh, that's a great idea. This this to me is awesome news because I was a huge what if fan also. And for those of you mm-hmm. collectors out there, Roy Thomas was the driving force behind what if. So grab those comic books. Roy's doing a tour this summer, so get those signed. But you've got you've got stories that are just amazing. You've got what if Hulk killed Wolverine. You've got what if Dazzler became a herald of Galactus? You've got what if Phoenix had not died? Yes, come on, let's do what that. If, like, let's what if finale. Daredevil was an agent of Hydra? Yeah. What if Elektra had lived? Um, you know, what if uh, Co- we talked about it just a couple of weeks ago? What, what if, if Conan was alive in the twentieth century yeah, when is in the eighties? Yeah. I would, think I'm Kevin Feige you. listens to our show. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure, man, because like I said, we're we're half we're like fifty percent right, hundred percent of the time. So you know, we got that going for it. But man, so yo, all those what if books, man. Because you know be what? Good. Those It'll there's weird. Remember, as years go by, there's always like a weird random what if book that gets hot mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're Jane Foster, the Jane would have been in possessed yeah, yeah, Deadpool, uh, right? The Planet Hulk one, the Planet Hulk. Right. What if? Because that featured the first appearance of Scar. So it's always these cool things now. Just get what if number one because mm-hmm. yeah. I have three of them. So drive up the <laughs> price, everybody. I've got two and I've got one out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Get nine eights while you can, man. They're still relatively cheap. Go get yourself a what if number one nine eight. And you know what? They're not that easy to find in nine eight because of that damn what are they called? Double spine. What are the uh help me out, guys? And the bronze yeah, age it's books. The still, bound. It's are like they double bound, double bind? Double bound. Like a book bound. Yeah, yeah like giant size X-Men one. Yeah, like spine, like the double spine. Oh, square yeah. bound. Yeah. Square bound. The fours are like that. There you go. Square Ryan, I'll pull one out of my ass. Out of all of us I'll pull, I'll pull one out of my out of ass, ass every once right. in a while, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you tuned good, in Ryan. tonight, you just witnessed history, ladies and gentlemen. What that was amazing. <laughs> Normally, <laughs> Ryan's <laughs> like, what? Did you say something? <laughs> so, hey. Well, before you move this. on, let me ask uh, <laughs> some more folks to join the live chat so we get you to catch up. Uh, uh, Johnny Dakota, uh, Daniel Labara, RJ Taylor, comic book brother. Uh, oh, man, our man from Beantown. Uh, Gomez, the comic collector, Parker Rizzo. I haven't seen Parker Rizzo in a while. He used to be in our auctions a lot. Nice. Uh, what's next, one. Ryan? Up next, um, it looks like we have a date announced for the final Disney takeover. Yeah, Fox. man. That moved really fast, or we're just getting old and time goes by much faster. But uh, I think so. March 20th, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's a week from today. Look at that. How serendipitous, right? It's, it falls on new comic book day. Um, and we already we talked about in the last episode all the stuff that they're starting to leak and stuff. I mean, this is right before Avengers Infinity. I mean, man, this is coming up right before Comic Con. I you're gonna our minds gonna explode in the next. I would say building up to San Diego Comic Con, man. That now they can finally start saying whatever they want. And what do you guys think that there? Do you think that we'll actually see an announcement of any sort of any properties being done on I'm telling next you, week? I'm, Oh, probably not next week. I'm gonna, I think they're waiting for San Diego. But I've told yeah, you since day one that you're going to see the Fantastic Four logo. Phase four, Fantastic Four. It's it's going to happen. I know it. Right. 
I was thinking at the end of Endgame or something like that, this is a huge uh, shot that they showed the night sky and they just showed a silhouette of the surfer going across the sky. I thought that would be pretty cool. There was a cover. I don't think they can, though. I don't think contractually they're allowed to until the deal is done. The deal is done, right? Because that'd be easy to film and stuff like that. So maybe Spider-Man Homecoming. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. that, 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 that hasn't completed filming yet. So maybe Spider-Man Homecoming, you'll see something. Like, it would make sense, though, right? Because, you know, you got some Spidey stuff in Europe. Maybe some villains. Maybe he, Spidey is in Europe. He swings by Latveria, and boom! See Doctor <laughs> Doom. I called it. Awesome. Doctor Doom. That'd be awesome. Could be, could be he's going to fly over Latveria, and he's going to see Doombots. Justin, what did you say? I'm sorry. Team could be, I said a mid credit scene for Spider-Man could be that, because he is overseas. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Like Steve said, he could be in an airplane, you know, flying home and just looks down and sees, you know, hey, what's that? And the, uh, you know, what country well, is that? It's a nice segue because I didn't put it in the notes because it, all this news started trickling out. But the member, there was a Doctor Doom movie that was being made by the creator of Legion. Correct. So he actually mm-hmm. had a meeting with Kevin Feige uh, and he talked about an interview and Kevin Feige goes, asked him, hey, what are your plans on how far along have you gotten uh, with that Doctor Doom movie? He goes, he goes, I don't know, should I still be working on it? And then Kevin Feige was just kind of dodged him and really didn't say anything at all. Like, and they just left the meeting. So he did have a meeting with Kevin Feige about the Doctor Doom movie, uh, which basically is supposed to be like a politi- geopolitical, you know, uh, espionage film about Doctor Doom and Latveria and all that kind of shenanigans told through the eyes of a reporter or some shit like that. But I- I'm kind of glad they never made it because doom needs to be in fantastic four he yeah, cannot yeah. be Please. he is the level of an avengers threat right? right i think that's how powerful doom is i mean he needs to mirror reed richards and, mm-hmm. and you know the whole storyline and stuff like that so that's i'd like to see that happen yeah and he has to have an accent he can't be that fucker from the movie <laughs> from, from nip talk hell yeah that, from, that guy oh yeah the, no. the problem with doom and in, in certain characters are you can't see their facial expressions because they have to wear that mask so yeah. their voice well, their that's inflection, why you don't well yeah well he scarred the fuck up though i mean we shouldn't be seeing right you're right right i mean you know we can we can have those menacing eyes that's what it is yeah Yeah, a good actor can inflect their voice right animated movies and you know look at wally a motherfucker didn't say a goddamn thing i cried hell yeah shit wally (laughs) fuck man just saying wally Wally is making me tear up (laughs) wally fucking love that movie holmes so it looks like we have news now. For the next seven to eight years, Sony has a plan for Spider-Man. Fucking seventy-eight years. <laughs> seven to eight. Oh to God, eight. damn! I was like, yeah, all right, we're getting. Sorry, old. I, I drew that all together. <laughs> seven to let me enunciate. Okay. Seven to eight years. Yeah. So Sony <laughs> has plans for the next seven to eight years of movies. But what's more surprising in this article is TV shows. Yeah. Uh, more surprising in this article is actually TV shows that have is Marvel intellectual property, but Sony can't do it because it's basically six degrees of separation to Spider-Man. Sony has a right to make it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, and what they did say is very soon they're going to be announcing that. So mm-hmm. any idea what that could be? So anything yeah. in the Spider-Man world, I mean, because we right. already know they're doing uh, Spider-Gwen, they're doing another Into the Spider-Verse. This is supposed to be a live-action TV show, which this is something we haven't heard before. So I'll read you ex- the exact quote, which the head of Sony Studio said. We're developing a lot of Marvel-related content, I think, and I think we'll be out of the market very soon with something really, really big and transformational for us, because we've not done any shows with Marvel before, with Marvel IP. And this is 
end quote. So I started quote now end quote. Uh, so there's a big piece of development that we're into. And I think we aspire to have several shows in a universe that we can create that can pollinate between each other and to working with a partner to make that happen. What that sounds is they're trying to build a Spider-Verse on TV or mm. whatever else. Cause they see like an Arrowverse. Exactly. They see what CW is doing. They see what Disney, you know, and Sony's kind of been like the redheaded stepchild has been kind of left out, but Marvel's still like, you guys can still play with us. But you guys are in this certain playground when every now and then we'll let and you hang fine. out with the big boy. I would you know? love a Spider-Man television show. Yeah. Dude, the Spider-Man animated I mean, series, last, I say, I've always but, said, but, is right up there action. next to Batman. You know? Yeah. The last one we the, saw was that, uh, at least I saw it live action, was that one in the 70s. Oh, <laughs> with he was like that literally shooting ropes. out yarn or some shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, that was the yeah. worst. I grew up to that. Rope would yep. swing out of car. It was <laughs> Absolutely. The Electric Company Spider-Man was better than that Spider-Man. Yes, absolutely. The Electric. <laughs> For all you young kids out there, that was the closest thing we had to a superhero TV show. Yeah, well, you can find on it the, on YouTube. Uh, on check the, it out. It's Marvel like old side, Spider-Man. You know, before that, you had corny Batman '66, but Spider-Man on the Electric Company never spoke, but he spoke with word bubbles. Yeah. Right, and it was always like something educational. Right. I tell you what, you kids missed out on the on growing up like we did, man. That's now you can go I mean, having three fucking Spider-Man. channels to choose from and then plus pbs and that was it and then yeah. you had to go into uhf to find some really weird shit yeah. so let's talk about characters that they could introduce and you know um, a couple months ago maybe six months ago gem and i had this conversation of what character could possibly get hot out of this and we and i think peter porker the spectacular spider ham did a great job in that and i think a lot of people like this character so could he get an you know an animated show? Could he get something out of this? I and think animated show for sure, yeah. for sure. Definitely, right, that, that lends itself perfectly yeah, to an right. animated show. But I was thinking something like, um, um, like the Scarlet Spider or any one yeah. of those. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? So. I think Silk. Silk, Silk okay. definitely. Yeah, I, I think Silk's going to be part of that uh, Into the Spider Verse female thing that has Spider Gwen, okay. Silk, and those characters. Okay. Remember, there's still that Silver Sable. Oh, I'd like to see Spider Woman, Jessica Drake. I, I like her story too. Dude, there was a Spider Woman animated series. Remember that? Yep, I do. It was so loosely tied to Spider Man. It wasn't he Spider Man wasn't even in it, but it was a cool thing. Because I'm telling you, boys and girls, hey, if we whatever we had, we watched the shit out mm-hmm. of it. Because you know we weren't as lucky <laughs> as the kids are now. Yeah, but you know, I, I just, I mean, you got to think it's there's a there's you know inside Spider Man himself. You know, he's got a bunch of different versions of himself. Um, there's the Silver Sable, the Black Cat thing. I mean, there's obviously a lot of villains, but like a weekly TV show, it'd be hard. I, hard Do you I remember can't... that it was a it was a Marvel Now storyline? It was the foes of Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. do something like that where it was kind of like a goofy, like it was slapstick villains again, you know, doing weird shit. That you could do something like that. That would be fun. Like. Like the ultimate Spider-Man cartoon is not everybody's cup of tea, but I think it's pretty freaking. I, I enjoyed it. I think yeah. it's great. It's hilarious, right? He breaks the fourth wall. The animation's right. pretty good, and they have characters the from all are cool over too. the place come in there, right? Yeah. I mean, you got yes, Nova. Jessica Drew. Sorry, oh my God, Jessica Drake. Jessica She's Jones? a porn star. No, Jessica- I'm- <laughs> whoa, Jessica Drake. Wow. <laughs> Google that after. Jessica Drew. Sorry, sorry. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really invested in the show now. He's, he's googling <laughs> Jessica Drake and a spider. Might have been a Spider Woman red. porn parody. <laughs> oh uh, my god! There, there goes our YouTube ratings. So, oh jeez! You know, now that's it's why rated, other shows uh, don't let us go on Rated E for mature. Well, <laughs> it looks like uh, Suicide Squad has a film plot now, and it's going to focus on Deadshot. 
Dead shark. But it's going to pull from a specific. I said comic. dead shark. Dead shark. <laughs> it's going to pull from a specific comic or something. So yeah, yes. fill us in with that. And we talked about this last week that Idris Elba is going to mm-hmm. play Deadshot. Otto, who, what, what run are they going to be basing this off? And what are these goofy ass characters? I literally don't know any of these characters except for maybe the shark dude. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King Shark. I gotta, I gotta defer this to Justin because this is right up Justin's alley. So I know they talked about King Shark, Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Um, what Rat book was catcher? it? Justin? Is this the, Rat the Catcher. The yeah, fuck? This, yeah, I've never heard of page. Polka Dot Man or Rat Catcher. King Shark is a Superboy book. Yeah. Rat Catcher is in a detective book, I know. I yeah, mean, well. come on, really? It, it, that's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm going to save my judgment, I guess, because who but the is, hell knows these days, but right. I've never heard it's of those It's just characters. as bad as putting uh, Slipknot in the first one. He was there for, spoiler yeah. alert, what, five minutes? <laughs> spoiler alert, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought El Diablo was the coolest character yeah. in the Suicide Squad yeah. one. I thought they should have yeah, killed he's... his ass off, but I, here's my here's my thing, man. Be careful on specking on any of these because you saw what happened on the specs of the original Suicide Squad. Only Deadpool and Harley Quinn retain value. Right. right. So I, I would say these other characters you may not show up for the sequel. But there's always a James thing with Guardians. But I think the entire the lineup of Suicide Squad is made that they're disposable, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's so true. so they, I know, guess maybe what... these are three additional characters to the yeah, one, already gonna, the ones existing. Yeah. You don't I, I get don't Idris know. Elba and don't focus on him, right? He's a he's a big movie star now, um, and and also he's. It was a funny thing if you saw Idris Elba on uh, Saturday Night Live last week. During there's like they had like a game show on there, and it was like, uh, what role couldn't you play? And then Idris Elba said James Bond, right? It was like definitely fucking with people because of the rumor that you know there was going to be a, a James Bond James movie. Bond, yeah, yeah. 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 Just like in Captain Marvel, when there's a scene when, and this isn't a major spoiler, but somebody, the dude rides by her and he goes, Hey, why don't you smile? Right? That was a direct thing to all the haters who said, Look, she doesn't know more. She doesn't smile. smile. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. that was a nice little, knack, knack, you know. Yeah. But anyway, next, Ryan. Uh, next. Oh, by the way, it's going to be based on the Suicide Squad uh, run from the 80s. Right. It, which all of their faces are on the cover of it. Is yeah. that the book? Yeah, yeah. So it's not new fifty two. It's not any of that. It's it's gonna be that run from the eighties. So if you if you really want to spec, I would say get that uh Suicide Squad book from the eighties. And I think that was a hot book back when the first Suicide Squad came out. Right. People just Justin, buy a book. Who did that book? John Ostrander. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. And the little the little teaser for you, if you watch the first movie, they actually when they're walking down the street, you actually see one of the signs and it says Ostrander uh building. That's, That's right. one of the ones they work in okay. Points to Justin oh, for paying attention. Right. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> big brains on Justin. knowledge. Check out the big brain on Brad. <laughs> I remember I said that to some millennial and they go, Who the fuck is Brad? Oh like, god. Just <laughs> <laughs> say say what again. Yeah. Oh shit. Say wait, say wait, one more again. Yeah. So, right, Ryan. so finally, I'll let you run with this, Ryan. I know you're excited for this. I am excited. The Shazam embargo has been lifted for uh, movies, and it looks like it's going to be awesome. It looks. I'm the the, the news is good. Um, Allow me to correct also, my 
fine feathered friend over here that uh, the social media reaction embargo has lifted. So basically, people can tweet out, you know, reactions, nothing spoiler or review. Right, right. They can't rate it or anything, but but it's, it's almost news. that's my point. It's all good. It's it's pretty much so good uh, news that they're releasing. Should I say? Do we want to tell these fine folks? Yeah, why not? Yeah, we told them about it. Aquaman. Uh, all right. Well, you can go on Fandango if you don't know already, and you can see the movie two weeks early. That's right. Just like Ryan and I did for Aquaman, and we did a review for you earlier. You could see Suicide Squad, and it's through Fandango on Uh, Shazam. Shazam, Shazam. Shazam, Mm -hmm. sorry. Uh, Oh, through Fandango, and you could see it on uh, March 23rd. A whole two weeks before it comes out. That's when you know a studio is very confident about the movie is that they come out this early. They they move the release date up, and they want people to see it and spread the word of mouth. Mm -hmm. What's your Mm -hmm. level of uh, anticipation for this, Justin? Uh, I mean, just reading the article and everyone's tweets, it, it looked really good. You know, it, it's fun filled. They said it's, you know, comedic. It's got that family heart. It, it's kind of like a big meets, you know, a comedy. Like all comic book movies should be fun. Mm-hmm. God damn yeah. it, That's all this I mean, dark exactly. He does it. He is, from what everyone's saying, he's doing it. I mean, and that's what it is. It's that's, a, it's I'm, a glad, I'm glad, man, because it's good that they're building on something because Oh, but that I looked suit, the... you guys, that suit. Oh, don't you hate it? Do you remember all the hate? Oh, that suit, <laughs> you mind. guys. Oh, it looks I awful. I kind of don't dig the suit, man. It oh, it looks awful. awful. Oh, yeah, it I looks good. Come on, get out of here. Yeah, the suit, I, don't I don't know. I'm not too crazy about the suit, but, you know, it looks, uh, you know, anything, if you can compare any film to big, that's always a good thing, hey, right? Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. That's when a little good... boys get laid by grown-ass women, that's always a good thing. <laughs> Just kidding. Right? <laughs> we'll write any letters about that. Oh, there we go. I know. Um, now that that's done, uh, we're going to give our quick thoughts on Captain Marvel. Um, non-spoiler, so stay with us, man. So uh, I know Otto has some mixed reviews on it. Um, I know Justin, I think Justin liked it. Ryan hasn't seen it yet. I saw it. Um, I know why I, Otto didn't like it, and that's actually one of the reasons why I did like it, actually. Yeah. Um, I, I liked it for the scrolls. Um, I thought the movie was funnier than it had any right to be for all the wrong reasons, right? The people that were funny in the movie, you didn't think were going to be funny. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's the trappings of a typical origin movie, right? Only Black Panther really got out of that trappings of the origin movie. Same with Aquaman, because why? They were introduced in another movie already. That's why. I mean, if you go back, uh, Captain America was a great first origin movie. Thor was okay. All these other Doctor Strange, I think is good. is probably the best of the slow films, not because you know I'm partial to it or anything, but I would just say my grade for it is a CGC. I'm still torn. I would say eight point. I, I'll say eight point five uh, on my CGC scale. What's your thoughts on it, Otto? Without spoiling and your grade. Yeah, no. So I'm gonna. I gave it a uh, seven five, and what I did like about it was Brie Larson. I thought her personality really shone through. Uh, I thought her mannerisms was really, really hot. Actually, I thought she was pretty smoky. <laughs> and I'll get that straight. I thought she was really hot. Um, there was a few things I didn't like um, to the storyline. I did like the fact that it was, without telling much about it, it's a mis- It's it's it was to me. It was like Winter Soldier, um, where it was a mystery or you're trying to. You know try- that really, that part of it really had me enthralled. And then yeah, I will see, that say, was good. if you've been watching our show, we kind of nailed this plot. Yeah. So I was literally being selfish by saying, let's see if what we predicted came true. And it did. Because, and to a point, it really stays faithful to the original Captain Marvel comic on how uh, 
Carol Danvers gets her powers. I think that was pretty damn accurate to actual uh, Captain Marvel, who is Marvel and is still, you know, we talked about it, but in the movie, I liked the way how it played. And literally, I was sitting there like, man, it was a nice little mystery building up to it, but it is kind of slow in parts. But I think if you're invested in the Marvel universe and the MCU and Captain Marvel and things like that, I think you really dig that story. If you're not invested in those characters, you'll kind of be like, you know, looking at your watch like, uh, no. But I would. I just want to know. I just want to say, I think that she is going to really shine when she's with the group, when she's with finally with the Avengers. I think that's when you're really going to see her explode. uh, And that's what I'm excited for. So I give it a seven five. I'll watch it again. I'll watch it again and again, you know, um, but I'm going to give it a seven five. Justin, what about you? Uh, Yeah, I I gave it an eight point five. I think it was a good movie. I think as far as. You know, like uh, like Tim said, it's got that Captain America feel as far as the phase one. It has a slow buildup, but then it does, you know, move into the fast scenes. It gets right into the action towards the end. And that's really what you want to see. I mean, you know, she's got cosmic type powers. So if you don't see that in the movie, I mean, then you're just like. It's you know, the last really like 20 minutes was pretty lit, though, I will say. Mm-hmm. Like when, you know, it goes all out, you know, you know, and she does it. And, you know, what, you know, I think the trailers probably didn't market it the right way does that sound accurate i don't know it seems a little bit different but as far as all the critiques about it being uh feminist or things like that i don't think so it was a more humanist than anything right it was about humanity you know what i'm saying and finding it and what we had said in prior shows was the reason why she they showed no her with no personality in the trailers because she basically had amnesia right you know who she was yeah absolutely yo you has some guns on him son I was like, damn, I had never seen Drew Law that big before. <laughs> but you know what I also really dug uh, was the Space Force at the beginning and all the different uh, weapons the Kree Warrior, the Space Force had. Yes. Trump Space Force. Yeah, that was cool. What yes, the Trump Space Force. Force. <laughs> yeah. They had, they had a dope little scene where they're all battling and they had some really cool weaponry, man. I, I thought that was pretty dope. But I, I liked how the story played out. And, you know, and uh, what's his name? Mendelssohn? Ben Mendelssohn. I can never say Mendelsohn. his name. Mendelson killed it. Absolutely yeah. killed it. Man. You know, all, all I got, I got three words for you guys. Scroll science officer. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you scroll science officer. Just went, wait for that part. Fucking hilarious. And the cat too. Um, the cat was good. You know, it's a scene. That's no cat. That's a flurgan. Are you crazy? Because we, yeah. we were telling everybody the cat is really an alien and they didn't show the, his specific power set, which is teleportation in the comics, which is chewy. Um, but I think that was pretty cool. So I, you know, Captain Marvel, it's like it's not it's we're to the point now all comic book movies are gonna make money and we proved it last year with venom yeah you know it Mm. was so so this is better than venom right but it was just it was enough entertaining and it made a shit ton of cash aquaman not gonna win an oscar but it was fun made a shit ton of money i think this is gonna do the same thing i think it could possibly push a billion it's already at half a billion already in opening weekend so it's doing pretty well for itself and this is like you know I think the problem we have is with not so DC, and I'll say this, people may rip me for this, but I think with DC movies, they set the bar so low that anything that comes out good, people kind of have a a tendency to put hyperbole on it and say, this is a fantastic film. And the exact opposite happens to Marvel. The bar is set so high, if it doesn't achieve or bypass it, it's a failure, right? There's no gray area in between. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like have Infinity War, and then we can still have Ant-Man and the Wasp and be like, oh, that was fun. We don't need everything to be, you know, and I think we were spoiled 
with the Captain America solo films because they had, you know, basically they were Avengers movies. You know, if you think about Civil War, had a lot of characters in it. Uh, the Winter Soldier had a lot of characters in it. And this one literally just has Captain Marvel and, you know, maybe sure. Nick Fury. I mean, yeah. there wasn't even that much of Coulson, to Coulson be honest with good, you. But yeah, right. Yeah. I think so, the agent technology was incredible. Wow. Yeah, the, wow. the agent stuff. So we're from the Lords of the Longbox. Tim's out in California. Ryan's in Michigan. And Justin and I are in Connecticut, New Jersey. So on Saturday evening, we had a three men in a basement show. So Justin was on, of course, co-hosting with us. And Justin, where was Brie Larson? Oh, she was in uh, she was in Clifton, New Jersey, which is not too far from me. It's probably a good like thirty minutes. And she was actually yeah. at the AMC theater, handing out popcorn, you know, taking pictures. It's unbelievable. I mean, I wish I was there. Because uh, Justin posted on his Facebook, but it was on all over social media. She, you know, how they surprise viewers, but she was also like she had on like a Captain Marvel pajama set. Right? Yeah. <laughs> she was like. Uh, <laughs> Definitely not for the yeah, studio. I forgot who uh, they did that for. Like some, tra- it was like a tracksuit. It was pretty dope. Yeah. yeah, and then she was like handing out popcorn and shit like that. People yeah, lost you know, their damn. Who knew? Who would have known, man? So uh, let's do this, man. Uh, I don't know if you have the graphic for Ryan, but we're gonna do our pre-order spec book of the week. Oh no, I don't. I'm sorry. Well, it's all right, man, because you know a lot of the covers aren't available yet. But I alluded to it earlier, man. Um, if you go to KarisComics.com. Um, there is a, a variant that's coming out. And you know why I like this particular variant? Um, because it's one of those things we talked about earlier, um, Bl- Bl- Blade's daughter, right? There's a, she, people have been waiting for her first appearance to drop because it hasn't come out yet. Well, this is one of those where the first appearance has already happened, but it's not in print. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a Harley kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is um, Spider-Man. Symbiote Spider-Man number one features the first appearance of the Carnage Queen, Mary Mary Jane Watson. So it's MJ possessed by a Carnage symbiote. So you got this is one of those amalgamations of people, things that people love to spec Mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. Carnage, Venom and Mary Jane in a Spider-Man book. And there's some killer variants for it. Uh, I think Justin was uh, there's an art germ variant. There's a Jace, there's a Todd McFarlane one in one hundred variant, which I tried to get from my LCS. Already somebody already grabbed it. It's wow. that really? hot. It's a yeah. first appearance. It's a number one issue. There's a Todd McFarlane variant that's a one in one hundred. It's Symbiote Spider-Man number one. There is a Karis Comics exclusive variant that's coming out from Tyler Kirkham. This is the one to I, get. I can't tell you any more than that, but I can tell you this: it's going to be three different covers with three different characters on it. Um. And I'll say this. They are all female. Uh, it's going to be revealed Ooh. on March 23rd. Go to KRS Comics. You can use the discount code of LOTLB to pre-order when it's available. I think they're going to go on pre-order on March 23rd. So if anybody who knows, follows the channel, follows KRS Comics, knows that Ky- Tyler Kirkman gets down when he does oh, KRS he's Comics. he's good. And Spider-Man stuff, he's really good with it. Yeah, so I think that first appearance of um and i'm gonna tell you right now those marvel first appearances man those things fly off the shelves marvel is good at making even though it could be a red goblin or it could be a cosmic hey, ghost Rider. when they really combine venom with with mary jane that was a popular book yeah so that remember the tongue variant also this is carnage the, i mean this is a cool i mean the carnage in my opinion is just as cool as venom and carnage is going to be out in the venom and 2 he's, number. he's mean he's not a nice friendly symbiote well, 
the movie. Now, is this part of the? Uh, is this actually in continuity, or is this going to be like a, a side? You know, almost like a Elseworlds kind of thing. I, guess I will uh, tell you right now. I do believe. No, I. It's let me. Uh, you guys talk some. Yeah, why why I gotta throw these uh, curveballs at Tim, <laughs> wow. man? You gotta start looking up stuff here. Well, I mean, all right, so we'll we'll talk about the Kirkham variants. <laughs> like like Tim said, if you guys picked up, uh, what was it Amazing Fifth Amazing Spider Man? Was it, he did fourteen or fifteen? He did the three covers for that, right? And that was right. amazing. So uh, I definitely think he'll be doing an amazing job on these. If like Tim said, there are three girls. Uh, you know, well, I guess maybe we'll see Mary Jane, Gwen. Uh, here's what it is it's 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 actually a flashback story because they want to put uh peter parker back in black suit spidey right yes um so <laughs> you know, i'll read you what the uh the preview on it is uh okay. writer peter david and artist greg land return wow greg land's gonna do the interior so uh peter david and greg land returned to an iconic period in the marvel universe's past in april's symbiote spider-man number one in a five-issue limited series the story pits spider-man against mysterio in the time period before he discovered his black suit was an alien entity the symbiote later bonded with eddie griff brock to become venom uh venom may uh do do uh and you know what's interesting is this was when did they talk about this? this article is from January 18th. They didn't even know that the uh, that was going to be a first appearance of Carnage of uh, Carnage Queen yet. So this was from Newsarama from January 19th. So slowly as it's been leaking out, they finally have been saying it. And there's that one variant that's uh, done by Jan J Ansolito Ansolito, um, and that one actually shows on the cover that it's a Mary Jane and a symbiote together, a Carnage symbiote together. So it's one of those where it's it's remember the uh, venom possessed Deadpool. Remember they made that oh, story. Yeah. No, no, this was the uh, the series that they came out with. This is going to be one of those. So it gets a chance for them. That's why there's a Todd McFarlane a one in one hundred variant because it features uh, Black Suit Spidey before he knew it was an alien symbiote. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think so is this kind of going to be like a retcon kind of kind of thing then? They're well, I change it up probably, and bring it into the is, story. You know, this is a story that's never been told before, but you know, it takes place in that okay, time. So it's, in in, that, it's but it's in the universe. Well, in the past. Yeah, but in the six or whatever universe that they're in. Ghost Rider, he was in the future, and now he's all. And now he's in the Guardian. So you know, if you know things work out well, hey man, you know, could... it's a it's a potential. You know, you never know with these new characters. They got to write new stuff. Yeah, so I think that's going to be hot. I'm looking at it right oh, yeah. now. Um, and look for it soon. Uh, actually, you know what? Go on a Three Men in a Basement. It's I was going to do it. It's a murderous MJ. Go on a Three Men in a Basement. It's an awesome uh, story. Nemesis Prime is going to do a video on all 33 variants of Action Comics 1000. Are you going to do that? Uh, Detective Comics. Detective Comics Detective, 1000. Yeah. Detective 1000 yeah, is going to get. Action came out already. It's be a nice video. It's Are you going to do all 33 covers? All 33 covers. Uh, well, I already have two of them. Find them whether they're sold out or available. At least you're going to be able to see them. Because, you know, the article on Justin and I were reading this, you know, they did a great job of finding every single one of them. So it's, you know, they've pulled not only the variants that are available through DC retailers, but also the online retailers. So it's Unknown Comics, Frankie Comics, all of them. There's 33 of them. And so make sure you check out Justin. He's going to put his work into it. 
Gotta do some work, guys. You gotta do some homework. Yeah, Anything right to it. I was gonna make a top Aaron Tuesday video, and I was like, man, 33 cover. That's a lot of work. Uh, okay, Justin's <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go to that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. So that's why you know, that's why I just do my top Aaron Tuesday music in the background. And I don't I, I actually do them at work. This way I don't have to speak or anything. I was like, here, you guys can listen to beats and watch the variant covers as they go by. Um RJ Taylor, 50 covers for DC. Are you kidding me? Are there 50 for action comics or detective comics? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think, well, I mean, you figure, I think it's 33 covers, but then there's like the Virgin, there's Black Black and White. So, yeah, I mean, it could, it's probably getting up to 50, but 33 cover A's. Well, I have two of them and they're gorgeous. I haven't gotten them personally in my hands yet. That Alex Ross one, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Oh, that was pretty nice. I missed out on that, Ryan. I'm so pretty. I may have to go to eBay for that. Get them eBay. Yeah, I got one. I got one. I'm gonna be getting. Be happy you, with you haven't talked about yet. What's that? Just talking to Otto, man. He's got the book right in front of him. This news that just dropped oh, earlier. Right. We gotta go. Hey, so, Tim, that seven five I sold you like years ago. You still got that? You want to give it back? Um, I think I, <laughs> I have it. It's signed by Englehart and right, send, uh, send it back. Uh, return to sender. Yeah. I have four of them though. I have a nine eight, a nine six, a nine two, and a nine zero. Oh. I need a nine four to complete the entire run. The nine. That's right. <laughs> We've got to bring it back. We got to tell everybody what we're talking about. Oh, so sorry guys. So hey man, today. we yeah. had big news today that a director was signed for the Shang Chi movie. So your Marvel Special Edition fifteen, get it ready because it's going to start going up in price. And I was looking at this book, and this book is primed. Just like Tim said, but you could, if you did the good tour this year or found a good show, you could get this thing quad signed. You've got Roy Thomas, Al Milgram, Steve Englehart, and Jim Starlin. And you got a decent copy, you know, wow. six, seven, seven, five. And you get that thing signed by all four of them. I mean, that's a great comic investment. So I know this is Tim, what Tim's been dying to talk about. So I'll lead it up to him, Tim. Go ahead. It's because you know when it was announced, man, it blew up Twitter. Everybody, it was uh, what the kids call trending. Um, so Marvel is it's kind of done this with their films. If you notice, they've taken directors that are not known for giant blockbusters, and it's just because they could pay them for cheaper. But typically, they've done uh, smaller films that have gotten critical acclaim. Uh, the director's name is. Destin Daniel Cretton. Cretton. I don't want to call him a Cretton, so I would say. <laughs> um, uh, he is Hawaiian, uh, Asian of some sort. Um, you know, Hawaiians are all mixed Asians, Japanese, Chinese, Filipinos, whatever, man. Uh, he's known for a, uh, uh, a small fil- short film he did called Short Term 12 that actually starred Brie Larson. He's also working on something else starring Brie Larson and um, the dude from Black Panther, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Um, what's cool about it is he's he in his um life in films and outside of films, he likes to work with uh, troubled youth and communities. So that's kind of cool that he does that. So the movie that he made with Brie Larson is with basically she mentors troubled teenagers. It's a short film. Uh, and he also co-wrote some other things, but you know, um, it's one of those things where he's not a director that has a background making blockbuster films, not even martial arts films, but the same thing happened with the directors of Captain Marvel. They plucked out these two people that did indie movies. If you think about it even further, where did they get the Russo brothers from? A comedy, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. They were guys, and look at what the Russo brothers did. So I think they interviewed these guys, and if they have a love of comic books or they know the source hey, material, give it to I think them. Give it to them. Shot, you know, okay, James so Gunn. I got something to think about. We talk about the spec of the 
Master of Kung Fu first appearance of Shang Chi. Let's let's spec, and I I don't I I'm sure Tim you'll know who's the villain. What's the villain book to get? Uh, oh, but he doesn't really have an arch nemesis per se. Um, he is throughout. The, he's always been kind of a secret agent. He's MI6. He doesn't have an arch villain. That's the thing. Hmm. I mean, it's hard for us to say. You know, so Luke Cage like and group of, yeah, so, yeah, interesting. Yeah, they're gonna get away from his basic storyline, which is he's the son of Fu Manchu. Because the reason they could do that at one point, Marvel owned the uh, rights to Fu Manchu. They lost the rights to that. And then so they had to change the thing. And plus, it was kind of stereotypical Asian kind of doctor evil kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so they yeah, moved yeah. From that. later on, he became like a uh, MI6 agent. So, you know, that's British uh, intelligence. Uh, and then, uh, of course, he worked with Marvel uh, and the Avengers. He had some weird powers where he could multiply at one point. But there, what's funny is he's been known as, I would say, get the first appearance of uh, Shang-Chi and Iron Fist, which is a cool book. I believe that's the... Uh, it's either a Master of Kung Fu annual or it's an Iron Fist annual. I forgot the first time to meet. You know, his, uh, we talked about this before, but Shang-Chi is the one that trains people. They don't go to Iron Fist when they want to train in martial arts. Like when Bruce, uh, Peter Parker lost his spider powers, who did he yeah. go see? He went to go see Shang-Chi to teach him how to fight because mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's what he is. And I think at one point um, during the most recent runs, uh, Tony Stark powered his gauntlet. He has these bracelets. So Tony Stark powered him because, you know, bullets flying at you. What are you going to do? You can't duck them all. So, <laughs> so what's the, it, what would be the what would be do you think would be the story then? What is he going to be doing? If, if there's no villain, like what's the what's the end game, do you think? Um, this is one of those things where Marvel in the phase four is doing something we've never seen before. And Kevin yeah. Foggy is right. I mean, we got That's Eternals. Right. Black Widow movie. I think right. Shang Chi could show up. I just, in a Black I just don't know anything about storylines, you know. So I'm trying to imagine what the story could be. You know what I mean? I just want to see some kick-ass. Kung yeah, food. yeah. Well, no shit. Yeah. But I mean, there's imagine, they, they, uh, they got to talk in between sometimes. Imagine <laughs> a martial arts movie done with the production budget of Marvel and Disney. No, it's going to be badass for sure. But I, there, I, there has I, to be I, some I sort of like. It, they're going to follow the Black Widow it's thing. Got to go somewhere, where, right? going to be a he's going to be a spy he's going to be a kick-ass okay. spy. i think they're going to go with the mi6 thing in that history of you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you know have him traveling to asia knocking over opium dens and shit like that fighting you know crime triads and stuff seems a bit uh contrite and it seems a bit you know stereotypical but i think put him in the uk and he could be part of mi6 kind of like you know the shield and captain america and winter soldier i, I like that vibe but i think you know the director doesn't have a martial arts background, but the writer does. The writer is actually a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That's what's cool about it. The writer, the screenwriter actually has a martial arts background. So I think he'll be able to write and help the director out. And Kevin Feige has always got his you know, finger on the pulse of these movies, and he tells them what to do pretty much. And I think get a good fight choreographer, you know what I'm saying? I know, and they can make it, man, I, they can make it badass. You know what I mean? Imagine all the best martial arts scene and they got to amp it up a notch because this is that's where iron fist failed we all we wanted out of iron fist was a fucking kung fu show and yeah, what did we get a lot of, yeah a curly-haired fuck shout out to rj <laughs> Taylor, not a curly-haired fuck who just gave us a super chat for 9.99 there you go thank you and then uh johnny boy was saying um johnny boy was saying my instagram hasn't been working like we were talking about right in the beginning ig is down right now it's yeah, something hey, I up about it. Down. You got nowhere else to go come hang out with us hey, if man, you we're, were, chilling. On- we're talking about shang chi 
and how he's not got, gonna have any villains or story, but there's a movie. <laughs> Tim, could you see them doing like uh, Shang Chi, like kind of how they've introduced Black Widow, like just in a movie? Like he could, he could be in Black, you know, he could be in Black Widow movie and then introduce him again, and then there is having an arch rival either. I mean, they're making a movie out of Black Widow. If you think about it, I mean, these characters they don't so. Iconic storylines in solo films has only really been Captain America, right? Thor, all the storylines loosely based on comic book stories. Uh, and you have Loki, who is basically the main antagonist uh, uh, throughout the entire Thor movies, right? Yeah. So Eternals, we don't know if it's going to be the Deviants or whomever. So that's why, I mean, you if you get the early issues of... Um, that's the thing about... See, people don't understand... Master of Kung Fu ran for 125 issues. That's a they lot. They did a what if on him too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, was... but I guess I'm, what I'm asking is what's like what kind of stuff does he do? You know, I've never read a Master of Kung Fu book. You guys need to that's that's all I'm asking. You know what I mean? He is a secret agent, is the best way to put it. Okay. Yeah. If you think about the early stuff, you kind of throw it away because they never they went away from it when they couldn't do it anymore. And he was basically the son of an evil crime lord whose name was Fu Manchu, which okay. was kind of kind of stereotypes from the 30s and 40s. Remember what was that number one son? And what was that uh, that uh, those movies that they made? Uh, oh, or, yeah, like way back. Yeah, I remember what you mean. Yeah, and black and white, and it was uh, like a you know, it was that kind of weird pulp shit that they want to get away from. I see. But I see. So that was he, the type of shit. So there's really nothing. I get it. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Here's if you want to know the true history, Marvel wanted to buy the rights to Kung Fu by Keith, David Carradine, and uh-huh. they wanted to make a comic book out of it. They couldn't get the rights to Kung Fu. You remember that horrible yeah, TV no, show? I remember. Yeah. They couldn't get the rights to that. And this was at the height of Bruce Lee's popularity. 1973 is the introduction of Shang-Chi into the Marvel Universe. 1973 is the same year Bruce Lee died. It's also the same year his movies came out. People don't realize that a lot of his movies were filmed, right? You know, they released them after he died. And that built into, if you don't remember, in the 73, 75, every kid had a pair of nunchucks and a poster of Bruce Lee on their wall. Oh, of course. And so Shang-Chi was made popular because of that. And people and I, I used to read them and it was just I wanted to see kicking and fighting and this and that. And it was just him. Rarely was he ever in New York City. Later on, when he started crossing over in like the 80s or 90s, but prior to that, it was always like he's fighting crime in, in the UK or in okay, China. So it's a crime so it's street level crime fighting. Okay, so yeah. I he's a spy. He wor- he literally works for MI6. So MI6 oh, is okay, the equivalent right, of the right. CIA. MI6 is the British version of Shield. Put it that way. Hey man, so like I Otto guess, said, it's kung fu and they're kicking ass. So let's go see it. <laughs> yeah. This guy's fucking dense. I mean, it's like he's an MI6, but and what spy, does he do? That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> MI6. He's okay. He's an. Uh, hey man, I lost my train of thought years ago. You drag on and on and on. I can't pay attention. My ADD kicked in hard. It's not ADD <laughs> kicking in hard. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> but if you watched, if you read um, latest Avengers stories, he was part of Avengers World. Do you remember that? Um, right. But anyway, he was part of the Avengers World where there's like three teams. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he grew, he can grow like Giant Man. He grew like really big. And I think they were just bored as powers. And by the way, don't read the last Master of Kung Fu comic that came out. It's awful. It was made by the wrestler. Oh, the one where he's the, the newest, cool. the newest CM one. They, made, yeah. they got CM Punk to write a Master of Kung Fu book, and it was god awful. Oh, I believe there, god. Was, there was a monkey and ninjas involved. That's how stupid oh. it was. That's, wow. but there's a cool um, 
what are those called? The uh, omnibuses, the essential editions, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, essentials. Yeah, they have a, a variant to it. I think if you want to read the read that one. Uh, ask Jim Mint. Jim Mint has yeah. the actual. Op- it's a well, huge. Well, now that these movies are coming coming out, like I want to get some sort of history before I go see it. You know, and it's going to be nice. Like I said, with Captain Marvel, I don't I know nothing about the character, so all the talk you guys did wouldn't have ruined anything. So it's good. Oh, to God, go, God, we good. didn't mean it. That's what we I tried mean, to do. Or not see it. No, no, I'm going to go see it. My point is, I want to read some of the stories. Some of the, I just don't want to go see the movie. Well, you know? maybe not because right. Otto was really invested in the stories and he was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not disappointed. <laughs> he was out FF2 with so much pride and it came out. So, like, so happy for FF2. So happy to see Scrolls and it just didn't go the way I expected well, it. But it's okay. Yeah, it's, we move on from it. It's okay. On that there could be a secret invasion uh, movie coming up next. So. Yes. Right. So still that yeah. I think it's kind of hard to do the way they made them, but who knows, you know, it could, do ha- you know what, I, does that make sense? How they portray? I think that's why you were upset, right? Otto? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, We're trying to go around it as much as we can. <laughs> no, we should stop talking about it. <laughs> what, what, do you have, what do we have next on the docket to talk yeah. about? Uh, that's, that's pretty it. much it. Like, speaking about Bruce Lee and Kung Fu, man, there's a show coming up on Cinemax and it's called the warrior and it's badass. It's based on the writings of Bruce Lee. It's, it's created the showrunner is Justin Lin of the Fast and the Furious. And I want to tell you guys, because there's actual on the uh, star uh, Cinemax preview right now, you can see like these little five minute snippets of it. And I think the show starts in, in a couple of weeks or in April. Essentially, Justin Lin said, Hey, I heard the story about Bruce Lee had a bunch of writings about his show. His show, Bruce Lee's show, by the way, was going to be was stolen from him and it was became the kung fu show that we all saw with david carradine dressed up as an asian person with a bald head traveling the wild west bruce lee wanted to make a kung fu western and he did and justin lynn said i heard that there was writing so guess who justin lynn got together with he got together with his daughter and she goes here are the writings so this show is based on bruce lee's writings on what his wow. his notes were to create a kung fu western that takes place in San Francisco in like the 1800s. And what a lot of people don't know is just uh, Bruce Lee was actually born in San Francisco while his father stole it with Owen Wilson. Yeah. While Jackie Chan or excuse me, while Bruce Lee's father was touring as an actor in San Francisco, Bruce Lee was born in San Francisco and then Bruce Lee would die. He's buried in Seattle. So every pilgrimage you make to Seattle, go to Bruce Lee's uh, tombstone, get your picture taken with it because all that stuff is going to build up, man. Imagine that. Uh, I can't speculate on who's going to be the actor in it, but Jet Li, Donnie Yen, all those guys, just, they won't be Shang-Chi. They're way too old. I mean, they look yeah, young. Right. Donnie Yen is like 50-something years old. Dude's in great fucking shape, right? Well, but you he know damn well he'll though. be in it like some, he'll be some He has guy. a Disney connection due to Star Wars, though, so he can be a mentor, right, right. a master, or something like that. You know, Jet they like Li. to intertwine their actors. Yeah, unfortunately, Jet Li is actually sick right now, so he couldn't. he can't do movies anymore. It's pretty sad, actually, if you see him. But there's some young cats that they can go to do. But they they're gonna do like Black Panther. They're gonna make an almost all Asian or Asian American cast, like they you know like Black Panther was most African American and African, like Crazy Rich Asians did. Crazy Rich Asians didn't do well in China at all because Chinese are very nationalistic. They if you're saying it's it's a movie about Asians, they don't care. They want it to be about all Chinese or it has to be Marvel. All Marvel movies do well. Do great. Do great. great Marvel and Disney have a great um, connection with China and their distribution of films. So I think if they market it correctly, people have been saying it could be the Black Panther uh, for Asians in America, but mm. Chinese specifically in China. But that's a huge movie audience. Look at what it, it helped push Captain Marvel 
500 million already internationally because of that Chinese box. If you look at Aquaman, I, I don't know what it is with Aquaman and the Chinese box office, but they loved it. Another weird thing is World, War, a Warcraft movie <laughs> killed it in China and actually died in the U.S. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Right. Just as and I think Marvel yeah. is pretty smart on making this master kung fu thing. I mean, Kevin Feige said they want to be more diverse. They oh, did it with Captain Marvel. Going. They're doing this with you know they did it with Black Panther, Captain Marvel with the girls. They're doing it. They even said there may even be a gay character in Eternals. Okay, then I started looking okay. at the cover. And I was like, that blonde dude looks kind of fruity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, maybe he could be the guy, man. But hey, right after. Our show, see, I see how he stretched the show for an hour because I was like, we were out of content six thirty-five. So I was like, we need to stretch this for an hour. So, uh, hey, boys and girls, at seven p.m., go check Comic Core. They got a live show right after this. So, man, your Wednesday new comic day. You got Comic Time one hundred and one at five. You got you got Comic Core Unlimited at seven p.m. Just search Comic Core C O P R C O R P S, not horror. Uh, that's Justin, he's the variant whore. This is the Comic Core Unlimited. Peep them out. They're going to start in about five minutes. So I should say that as long as I could. Justin, any last words? Uh, yeah, check out the latest Three Men in the Basement video. We had Frank always collecting on from sat on Saturday's show. He talked a lot about uh, sneakers, statues, you know, his collecting. Right. So uh, go check him out. It was a really good video. Any last yeah. words, Otto? Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Um, hey, Otto is going on a road trip on Saturday. He's going up to the small show. It's called the Northeast Comic Con. It's up in, um, it's about midway, halfway up in Massachusetts. So I'll be up there. So if you see me, you see the three men in the basement or the Lords of the Long Box, whatever I'm rocking, make sure you say hi to me. I'll be up there looking around, looking through some books. Going to take some video and eventually throw it up. And, um, you know, Three Men in the Basement is doing great, you guys. Sub up to it. We're having a great time. We got Lords of the Long Box. We're always here on Wednesday nights for kicking you content. And it's just been a lot of fun. So thank you guys for all the support. And stay tuned for Three Men in the Basement. We've got our Phase 1, like Marvel did, for our T-shirts that we're going to be pushing out pretty soon. So that'll be coming. Yes. And Justin's Variant Horror video is kicking it. And we've got, you know... On Lords of the Longbox, we got chronic back issues, which is great on a Friday night with the silky smooth sounds silky. of Ryan himself. Okay, baby. Uh, that's <laughs> right. So that's right. All right. So thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much for watching. Well, speaking of chronic back issues, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to announce that I'm going to be doing the first four parter. It's going to be a really fun uh, four four set of books. Um, Superman, four. Superman Flash Race. Love it. So there's four issues. There was four races. I'm gonna go through them. Not all in one issue. Not all in one episode. But I'm gonna break it up. So it's gonna be fun. A fun four parter. Great. Yeah. Uh, Quick question in the live chat. Hope nuts asks. Donnie Yen was in the raid. No, that's Eco Iris. By the way, I just saw it March 23rd at AMC. They're gonna be coming out with that crazy triple threat uh, martial arts movie. It's starring the dude from The Raid. It's starring Michael J. White. It's starring some other dudes. It looks crazy. It's being uh, marketed as the most violent kicking ass movie wow. ever. Awesome. called Triple Threat. Um, no, March 19th. I'm sorry. So it's on a Tuesday. March 19th. I just saw it. They're going to be showing it for one night and I don't know what they're going to do. It may be something else, but go peep it out, man. But no, Eco Iris is the guy that was in The Raid and he was also in um, he was also in um the Force Awakens. Remember that group that met on the Millennium Falcon that fought each other? Those Asian dudes. Oh yes, yeah. yeah that's the dude from the raid. He okay. was. He was. He was also in that movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg. 
Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. 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 A federal agent, some, and he was like a captain. It was pretty bad. He's a, he's a badass action star, by the way. Um, um, so yeah, so no, he wasn't in Raid, but if you haven't seen the Raid Redemption, go see it. That movie is fucking gnarly, man. That is gnarly. It makes John Wick look like fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> kindergarten <laughs> movie. No, there's oh, like watch knives in the head, gunshots in the chest, elbows, and it's, uh, it's badass. Raid Redemption. Mile 22, that's him. That's the movie. It was Mark Wahlberg and the dude from the Raid that was in Mile 22. Goddamn. Props and points to Hulk Nuts for remembering the title <laughs> of that Mark Wahlberg movie, Mile 22. Yeah. Hulk his name Nuts. Is- Hulk Nuts. What's up, man? Evo- that's a good name. I think his first name is like IWO. He's an he's a Indonesian actor, I believe. He's from Indonesia. And so he's the guy that was in the Raid Redemption in Mile 22. So he's getting a lot of uh, gigs now. So, But Triple Threat, right after the show, right after the Comic Core. Look, Google the triple threat trailer. It's badass. It has all these kind of action stars that have been, and they don't care. It's, just, it's unadulterated action, badass kicking, and all cool. that good stuff. So we got to sign out, boys and girls, because I pushed it right up to 659. That's Look at impressive. You. Look at you. All right. Till next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. <laughs>